had a right under existing precedent to bring a lawsuit. Did they have a right to bring a lawsuit on the basis of a prima facie case? And what would that consist of? That was established Second Circuit precedent and had been, at least up to that point, um, been concluded from Supreme Court precedents describing the initial burden that employees had. Well, are, that you, was, are, are you speaking here not, I mean, you, you said had the right to bring the lawsuit. It's not a question of standing. There was a question of summary judgment. Exactly. Of, exactly. Which is when you speak about a right to bring a lawsuit, I mean, what's the minimum amount of good faith evidence do they have to actually file the complaint? An established um, precedent said you can make out an employee a prima facie case of a violation of Title VII under just merely by, um, not merely, I, that's denigrating it, by showing a disparate impact. Then the city was faced with the choice of, okay, we're now facing two claims. One, if, if I could just interrupt, we only have 20 minutes here, and I'm aware of the facts of the case. I know what the claims were. The question I asked was very simple. You said that there, you were bound by Supreme Court and Second Circuit precedent. What was it? There is no Supreme Court precedent, and as the court itself noted, they could find few, if any, Second Circuit precedents. The question was the precedent that existed, and whether viewing it, one would view this as the city discriminating on the basis of race, or the city concluding that because it was unsure that its test actually um, avoided disparate impact, but still tested for necessary qualifications, was it discriminating on the basis of race by not certifying the test? Well, so you disagree with the Supreme Court's characterization of the precedents available to decide the case? It's not that I disagree. The question was a more focused one that the court was looking at, which was saying, not more focused, it was a different look. It was saying, okay, you got these precedents. It says um, employees can sue the city. The city, the city is now facing liability. It's unsure whether it can defeat that liability. It's, and so it decides not to certify the test and see if it could come up with one that would still measure the necessary qualification. Let, let, let me interrupt again, because uh, you're not getting to the point of my question. And I know as a good judge, if I were arguing a case before you, you would say, that's all fine and dandy, counsel, but answer my question. Isn't it true that two things? First, the result of your decision was to grant summary judgment against these parties. In other words, it wasn't just a question of whether they had the right to sue. You actually granted uh, a summary judgment against the parties. And secondly, that there was no Supreme Court precedent that required that result. And I'm not sure what the Second Circuit precedent is. The Supreme Court said few, if any. And I, I, I don't know what the precedent would be. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to ask you to cite the case, but it, was there a case? And if so, what is it? It was the ones that we discussed yesterday, the bushy line of cases that talked about the prima facie case and the obligations of the city in terms of defending lawsuits are um, claiming disparate impact. And so the question then became, how do you view the city's action? Was it a, um, and that's 
what the district court had done in its 78th page opinion to say, you've got a city facing okay, I, liability. I, I, all right. So, so you contend that there was Second Circuit precedent. Now, on the on-bank review, of course, the question there is different because you're not bound by any three-judge panel decision in your circuit. So what precedent would have bound, and, and yet you took the same position in the in-bank review. For, for those who aren't familiar, a three-judge court decides the case in the first instance. In some situations, if the case is important enough, judges on the other judges on the circuit, there may be nine or 10 or 20, I think in the Ninth Circuit, there are like 28 uh, judges in the circuit, and you can request an in-bank review. The entire circuit would sit. And in that case, of course, they're not bound by a three-judge decision because it's the entire circuit sitting of 10 or 12 or, or 20 judges. So what pre